Hello, hello, my positive bit power ladies. Ah, take a deep breath in, right? How are your holidays? Did you just get through them and you're glad they're over? Or did you find ways to chill and see some of your close friends and family and be a little bit more relaxed? I know some of my close friends, ugh, I miss them dearly. Speaking of the one you're going to hear coming up, Kathleen Kelly, miss her so much, along with a bunch of other ladies and, you know, some of my family. But the other side of it is a lot of people were telling me that they got to relax a little bit more. Like some of the young kids were saying they weren't running from this to this to this to this to the moms to the dads to the aunts and uncles. So there was a little bit more of enjoying the people they were with. So I hope that happened to you. I hope that you slowed down a bit and were able to relax with a few people that were in your bubble and that you had a really nice, peaceful, fun, joyful holiday. I know I'm not supposed to mention it and I did not video it, but I asked for Christmas Eve since we weren't doing all the big family stuff that my husband and son would have a dance party with me. So they did. Oh my gosh, they've never done that before. Definitely, my husband has not done that sober. And it meant the world to me. Just dancing around. I love to dance. And they really don't. But I had a blast. And I really do wish I recorded it. But I did. It's okay. But it was one of my favorite things that they never would have done for me. Anywho, coming up on the new year, I know we're all going to have things that we want to change up and hopefully, you know, I'm not sure if it's going to come in January, but at a blink of an eye, things will be able to go back to some of the stuff we used to do hopefully soon and see our friends and hug them and kiss them. Kiss them and hug them. I can't wait to kiss and hug this young lady, Kathleen Kelly. She's amazing. She's an incredible human being. She's an incredible person and friend and if you're lucky enough to have her as your realtor, oh my goodness. I don't want to move and I don't want to sell my house, but I would just to have her as my realtor because she is like a mama bear. She's going to look out for you. She's going to get you the best house. She's not going to let you move into something that doesn't really suit you. She's just an incredible, credible person. And I used to listen to her when I would be out on my bike. I don't know if this is a good thing. Sometimes I would listen to music. Sometimes I would meditate. Sometimes I would talk to myself. But other times I would talk to Kathleen Kelly and the stories of the things that she would do to make connections for her clients. It's incredible. So have fun. Enjoy her. And don't forget to check me out on Patreon. Welcome to Positive Bitch Lady, or as we like to say, Positive Power Lady. Listen in as your host, Sandy Joy Weston, takes on the hottest topics, explores how to deal with them in a positive, bold way, and highlights some amazing power ladies out in the world. Hello, hello, my positive, well, we're just going to say power ladies from now on. That's right. And man... What a year to be a woman. 
so exciting, so exciting. I started this podcast, I don't know how many years ago, but man, this is the time for it to rock around the world. Woohoo, ladies. And I'm very excited about my next guest because she's not only someone that's incredible and awesome, but she's one of my peeps. And you know what I say about my peeps, my inner world, you know, my posse. I try to surround myself, and I'm sure you do too, with people that I just really love being around. I'm too old for the other shit, right? Surround yourself with people you love. And this woman I totally am in love with. I met her through Walnut Club, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But let me tell you what she does. Now, I'm going to give you a little secret before she comes on. You may not want to know this, but when I ride my bike outside... It's not always kumbaya and meditation. A lot of times this woman, Kathleen Kelly, would talk to me and I would pee my pants biking and I'm like, you have to come on the show. So that's why I brought her on. Now you know something about me. All right, here's Kathleen. She has been an active realtor for over 34 years, working with buyers and sellers, recruiting real estate agents, Managing new construction sites and handling relocation, she has won the Prestige National Growth Partners Award three times. Mm. She currently moved to KW Mainline. Ah, this is the next thing, and is on the board of the Walnut Club, a woman's group dedicated to investing in its members' passion, purpose, and potential. Kathleen, welcome. Thank you, Sandy. It's wonderful to be here, and happy birthday. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it's my birthday. It's my birthday, but that's okay. I love celebrating my birthday, I always say. I had to sneak that in. (laughs) I know you did, but uh, I wanted to say, people say, do you mind celebrating? And I'm like, no, what's the alternative, right? (laughs) I I just want to feel great as I get more mature, Kathleen. Wiser, maybe. I don't know. Wiser. Yeah. So I was going to pretend that I was on my bike, but I'm not on my bike. But you know what I saw recently? I don't know if you've seen this. My husband said, I'm always complaining because everyone's in the house. There's too much noise. And now for the first time, I'm worried about it. Where before I did it, he goes, why don't you do like everyone else does? They're doing their podcast in their car. Have you seen that, Kathleen? No, I haven't. Because it doesn't echo. But he says, here's the worst part, though. That's the good part. Because, you know, the family, they don't have to worry about it. They're driving. (laughs) (laughs) Is that what you're doing right now instead of riding your bike? I'm not. I'm not (laughs) driving. You know, I don't know how good it was biking, but I'm not driving. So there's that. All right, Kath. Kathleen and I go way back, so she's probably used to this. What's your one word, baby, the one word that describes your past 30 days? I am very thankful. I'm thankful for my friends that are like family to me, my clients that have become friends. I'm just very thankful. So, Kath, you're thankful and you're also really, really busy, aren't you? I'm very busy. You know, I started the year off very, very strong. Uh, On New Year's Eve, I had to cancel my plans because I got an agreement on a property that I had for sale for a little bit longer than I wanted to have it for sale. It was 90 days, which was the average for that area Mm. uh, in Fairmont. And I got an agreement of sale, canceled my plans, closed it on New Year's Day. My 
clients are a little bit older, so I had to be there in person. They don't do the computer thing. (laughs) (laughs) So so there I am celebrating New Year's with my wonderful clients, and uh, we closed it. And from that moment on, I was doing so well in real estate with my Mm. buyers, with my sellers. It, It was just all coming to me. And I even went on vacation to Naples, Florida, and I sold a house while I was there. Of course you did. So it was incredible. And I thought, oh, this is my year, 2020. And Woo-hoo. then the pandemic hit. Yeah, and? And I got myself together. I did some personal things. So it wasn't as bad for me as it was for a lot of people. Thank God. You know, yeah. I'm very, very fortunate. But did it slow down at all, Kathleen? Uh, it did slow down, of course, during the time where we weren't allowed to show houses. Okay. Uh, we so we literally, months, a few yeah, months. a few yeah. months, but I still had five transactions that I had to prepare for settlement because that didn't stop. So I still was very busy, mm. but I now thought, I know, yeah, now I know why your word is thankful. I, I'm very thankful. Mm. Kathleen tells me all about when she's going to a settlement, when she has a walkthrough and how she has freaking drones flying over the house. I mean, I don't really want to move, but I'm trying to move just so she can sell my house. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think you must bake cookies, muffins, uh, figure out people are getting divorced, how to get them a meat so they're less trouble. I mean, what extent do you go to Kathleen Kelly? <laughs> major oh extent, major extent. I go. Oh my god! I didn't even tell you that a few months ago. This is so weird. I'm telling you this now, but you won't mind. I know how much you put into your clients. I mean, anyone that gets you, and you know, I feel this way. You're so freaking lucky, buying, selling, whatever. You just go above and beyond, and you know, you even I think care a little too much. But I had this dream. <laughs> that there was this couple getting divorced and the guy wasn't going down easily. So you went and found them someone to date so you could close that house. (laughs) I thought you were going to say you went and married him. (laughs) (laughs) Is that whack that I was dreaming? I think you must have been telling me about somebody. I don't know, but it was weird. And I thought she would do that. I could see her doing that. Okay. Can we just tell one of the stories for especially my young people that I always say, yeah, smarts is great. You need to be smart. You want to get educated. But confidence and tenacity and making connections happen really matter. I mean, not just sitting home and waiting for someone to call you, but really putting yourself out there above and beyond and I think you do that. Is there any way we could, I don't know if you're on the way to King of Prussia, but there's this person you wanted to meet. Can we please tell that story? And you went home and changed? Yeah, we that's can true. Names to protect the I mean, <laughs> Well, I'll tell you, I do believe in education. It is very important. It just wasn't working for me at the time. Yeah. So I had to go beyond that. Yeah. Uh, I placed a call to someone that I wanted to work with. And I called them twice, and I did get a response from them. They texted me, and I'll call you tomorrow. When the call didn't come, I called the next day, or I texted back. They said, I promised to call the next day. That call didn't come. So twice, I put myself out there. The response didn't come. It was a busy time for all of us. So, you know, I chalked it up to that. Yeah. But here I am in the mall. And who do I see 
but that person. Let's call him Bob. Bob. Bobby. Bo Bobby. Bobby. Oh, Bobby. Is in the mall, and I thought, oh my god, <laughs> I can't believe this. I mean, he was supposed to call me yesterday, yeah, so yeah. I, you know, this was fate. So yeah. I followed Bobby. Bobby meets up with someone <laughs> and goes into a restaurant. And I Wait thought, well, were you like stalking behind so Bobby couldn't see you quietly? Yeah, I don't think. <laughs> Very slowly behind him. Yeah. Uh, he goes into a restaurant. I see him sit down with this person and another person comes to join them. So I thought three. It's going to take at least 10 or 15 minutes to get their food in front of them. So what I thought was, oh, I have a little bit of time. Let me go home and change because I wanted to make the best impression. Yeah. yeah. So I calculated the time, thought you do have enough time, just enough time. Got my car went home, changed into a dress, put a little lipstick and blush on, okay, and went back to the mall. Wait, so why did you change? Because you're always dressed to the T. You didn't like your outfit, or you didn't think it was set to impress? You know what? It was a shopping outfit. It was something that, you know, I was schlepping around that day. In fact, I wasn't God. even supposed to be at the mall. That's why I think this was all meant to be. I wasn't okay. supposed to be at the mall, and I thought, oh, Blue Mercury has eyelashes for sale. You know, it was, <laughs> let me go get lashes. It was the last, the very last day of the sale. So that's oh. why I went out to begin with. And then I ended up at the mall and I see this, this person that I really wanted to work with. Mm. But yeah, so I was okay. I mean, if I had to do it, I would have done it. I would have waited and waited for him to walk out and not felt very funny about approaching him. But I did have the time to make a good first well, impression. Well, the funny thing is how you time. Hmm, they'll be sitting down and take this long to eat lunch. <laughs> I can get home and change. Oh, my God, Kat. All right, continue on. It would have been very different if they were in the food court. But yeah, they were yeah. in a regular restaurant with a waitress. And I thought, okay. this is, I do have time. And I did it. <laughs> and it's funny because Bobby walked out of the restaurant with one of the two people he had lunch with. And I just casually bumped into Bobby and I said, hey, Bobby. And he looked at me, he said, oh, my God, I owe you a call. I said, yes, you do, but I have to run. I have an appointment. Well, by the end of the day, I had a call from Bobby. Mm. <laughs> and he became a very good client. You know what? That's crazy. So there you go. So I like the way you said, yes, education is so important. You know, I am a knowledge freak. I'm constantly in courses and taking courses, and I think I want to go back again. But it's not enough. Do you know what I mean? You need to put yourself out there and be okay if it doesn't work out, Kathleen, because a lot of times it doesn't, right? Of course. Of course. Yeah. You don't know what Bobby would have done. He might have said, what are you doing? You know, but you were willing. And the fact that, yes, it was fate that you ran into him, but then you took it the next step. You know, you were proactive to go home, time it, come back, and just happen to be there. Someday you're going to have to tell Bobby that story. I will. It's funny because he was just as shocked to see me when I bumped into him yeah. as I was at the first sighting. I yeah. thought, oh, my gosh, this is fate. Let me make it work for me. Yeah. Kathleen, in your business, I mean, I guess you're up against a lot of realtors, right? I mean, is it very competitive? Very, very competitive. How do you stay like a powerful woman and yet not be cutthroat? Because I hear so many wacky stories. That's all I want to say. I mean, that to me seems so difficult, like a fine line, you know? Well, I, I, 
I don't want to be cutthroat. I don't want to be known as being cutthroat. As a matter of fact, with my, you know, the people that I work with, they like working with me. So if you're an agent that you're working with me, they do know that they will get paid in the end because... Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because I see any problem through to the end. I've had some really difficult problems. And rather than going ballistic and screaming at everyone, I just think, wait, wait step back, breathe, and figure out Woo-hoo! how we can resolve all of this. Yeah. Because that's what's going to happen in the end. If you don't resolve it, you're not going to go to settlement. So mm-hmm. a lot of times I'll even call the agents on the other side of the transaction and say, hey, Let's work together to get this through. And sometimes, you know, it's difficult, but I've never had a settlement in 34 years that that did not happen. So if I, yeah, if I sold a house, it went to settlement. That's incredible. You know, Kathleen, you're reminding me of when lawyers go to court and they see the next lawyer, you know, cross and they go, thank God it's, you know, Johnny, because they know they're going to be a fair and they can negotiate well. You know, there's not going to be like any of the sneaky stuff or cutthroat stuff. I bet the realtors think that way. Like, oh, my God, thank God it's Kathleen Kelly. Yeah, I'm an advocate for my client. Yeah. Uh, I know who I work for and I, I don't forget it any time during that deal. Mm. But and I try to get them the best possible deal that I'm I sure can you do. for them. Yeah. Yeah. So what's your most... Can you tell us just what your favorite thing is about being a realtor? Like, what's the highlight? Well, every day is different. (laughs) (laughs) Is that a highlight or is it a sticky wicket? It could be both. No, I just enjoy working with people. And when you're working in real estate, a lot of people think of it as just a regular business transaction, and it's not. It's extremely emotional. Mm. Uh, People have to fall in love in order to purchase a house. So, you know, let's face it, we've all been in love before, good or bad, you know, it it can be stressful. And that's what you're going with, uh, through with them. Yeah. I was thinking about, we were, I forget where we were one time and someone was about to buy a house and you were thinking, holy moly, they shouldn't, even if they're in love with it, You wouldn't, if they were your client, let them buy it because it wasn't worth the money. There was too many problems. That must be really difficult because when you fall in love with a house, you just want it. You know, you don't want to hear the hot water heaters breaking. You know, you don't want to hear any of that crap. How do you have to talk people off the ledge from homes that you think no way? Yeah. Yeah. One recently, it was a short sale and uh, they thought they would get a good deal. It was in the main line. What's a short sale, Kathleen? Uh, The people have unfortunately run into financial difficulty, haven't okay. paid the, the the mortgage in quite some time and have talked to the bank. It is not a foreclosure. The, the seller is still very much involved, but they're not paying the mortgage. Gotcha. So sometimes you can get a very good deal with a short sale. And I think that's what my clients thought. And at first I thought as well, it was a gigantic house in the main line, but when we put an offering close to asking and it was turned down, uh, they got upset. We walked away for a while. And then the wife came back to me and said, I think I'll put in full price. And that's when I thought, you know what? I'm not comfortable with this. We had two home inspection reports that were included in this sale. So Mm -hmm. 
which meant two people bought this before you did and then decide to walk away. So I really did investigate. I made a lot of telephone calls. And then I realized unless they wanted to live there forever, they would never get the money back that they mm. invested in this home because mm. there were so many problems. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole place had to be completely gutted. Yeah. On the outside, not even talking about the inside. God oh, knows about the inside, but stucco, termite damage, it was bad. Hmm. So what did you do? I said, I wouldn't buy this if I were you. Uh, you know, I talked to an agent. She said she had put an agreement in. And it's funny because I knew the two reports, home inspection reports were there. There wasn't a third. So even that was missing. So we didn't have the whole picture on this. And I said, gotcha. listen, I have to be honest. I'm working for you. If you were my daughter, I wouldn't allow you to buy this. Mm. Did they find another place? Do you know? Yeah, they found a beautiful home. I said, just hang on with me. Let's just go through this together. Because a lot of people get search fatigue, especially right now. Yeah. We have to see so many houses. They put offers in that are turned down because someone else put in an offer $50,000 more than asking. So you see a lot of that. And you see people starting to almost be willing to take any house. Wow. And I tell my buyers, please don't do this. Just stick with me. We'll find you a house. We just have to do a little bit more work. And they found a house, beautiful home in Chadsford. Stunning. Okay. Good. So why is the market doing so well? Why are so many people buying homes right now, Kathleen? Well, it's funny you say that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It just when doesn't I, make sense to me. That's why. Well, when I was finally let out of the pandemic, when we were realtors became essential and we were allowed to go back to work, and it was almost instantaneous. The government governor made that decision at four o'clock one afternoon, and I was back in work the next morning at seven. Mm. And I thought my phone will never ring again because, you know, of all the problems, yeah. the pandemic. Yeah. And my phone started ringing off the hook. People that had three bedroom homes with small backyards now needed four or five bedroom homes gotcha. with large backyards. Swimming pools became a big thing where it could have been a detriment before. Gotcha. So gotcha. Because people are staying home, and we don't know how long they'll be staying home. And, I see. And the home became the school, the gym, the office. You're right. They need more space. Yeah. I, I didn't even think of that because I couldn't even find furniture for my front porch. I'm like, it's only a freaking wicker chair, but they were all sold out. And you're right. People are putting more money into their homes and I get it. Like sometimes you wouldn't want to pull, but now you, you want to pull because you're not going anywhere. You're not traveling anywhere. That's right. You have to keep the kids entertained and healthy. And yeah. that's why you're seeing this. Yeah. So if you were going to give just a few tips for somebody right now going out there and wanting to buy a home, what would you say? First, get pre-qualified by a mortgage company. Uh, a lot of people don't think that they are able to afford a, a house at this time. But if they get pre-qualified, there's grant money out there, there's seller's assists. There are a lot of ways to, you know, put together a transaction where someone who's renting for $2,000 or $2,500 a month can actually buy a significant home for that amount of money. Oh. We just have to figure it out. So the first step is talk to a realtor uh, who has a good relationship with one or more mortgage 
uh, consultants because gotcha. they can help you figure out how financially you can afford a home. And right now I have maybe three or four people that that went to talk to a mortgage solicitor three, four, five months ago, and they're getting ready to buy now. The mortgage solicitor said, hey, we have to wait a little bit of time, but here's what I need you to do in the meantime. And they actually give them you know, a list of things that they have to take care of prior to proceeding with their house shopping. Gotcha. All right, so I know this is a tricky question, but what should you look for in a realtor? Uh, someone that you feel very comfortable with, someone you feel uh, that is very approachable, uh, because you're going to have to give them a lot of information. We need to know how much you make, if you have alimony payments, if you have child support, it's a very intimate, personal uh, relationship. So it's very important that we know that you feel very comfortable being very forthcoming with yeah. With this like a person. therapist, Kathleen. Yes, exactly. Except for you know their money, too. <laughs> well, people are funny about money, so you have to yeah. be comfortable talking about money. Yeah. I know that the sticky wicked I can think of is you have a relative that's a realtor, and some are great and some are, but some people feel obligated to be with that realtor, and then it doesn't work out. I don't know if you've ever heard of that, but that scares me. I have dealt with it. I dealt with it very recently. Um, I feel bad for her because I did everything I possibly could for this person whose sister-in-law was a realtor. Yeah. And she purchased a house and there were all kinds of problems. And this gal did not believe that her sister-in-law was working in her best interest. And, uh. and I asked her to send me all the contracts. I did look everything over and I knew she wanted the house. So I did my best to advise her on the outside on how to handle it, but the other day she called me and just said, yeah, she's she's done. She she terminated that contract, and I really do feel bad because if the sister-in-law was really paying attention, this wouldn't have happened at all. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm glad, though, she was able to rip it up. I didn't know that it was even a possibility to terminate. Yeah, when I looked at the whole thing, she was totally out of contract by the time she came to me. She just didn't know it. Yeah. And, her, and her sister-in-law had, you know gave her the perception that she was still in it. And maybe the sister-in-law thought she was still in it. But when yeah. I looked at the contract, they were out. Oh, that's so good. Kathleen, can we switch gears for a little bit and talk just a teeny bit about the Walnut Club? I love the Walnut Club. <laughs> that's how we met, young lady. I know, I know. And we become such besties. I know. So tell us just a little bit about the Walnut Club. Well, you know, I got into the Walnut Club because I was looking for a networking group, not necessarily a woman's group. It could have, you know, been men and women. But I was looking for a networking group after my divorce. Mm. Actually, it was at the beginning of my divorce. It wasn't even after. So I really needed support. But I thought I was a recruiter for many years. I'm a realtor now. I'm going to go back to selling. I think it's important that I find clients to sell to. And I like to be in the city. So I found the Walnut Club mm. through a friend, Jill Marple McCabe. Thank you, Jill. Oh. Yes. Oh. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it's so strange. I was talking to someone and I said, I have to join a networking group. And she said, 
okay, it was my therapist. I'll be honest. It was my therapist. She said, don't we all? <laughs> she said, that's your homework. I said, this is going to be like dating. It's going to take me a long time because she expected me to come back in a week having joined a networking group. And I kind of resisted it. But the next day, I had an appointment with my friends who owned a boutique in the city. And they asked me to come down and help them out. And they had this wild gal named Jill Marple McCabe coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, a, you know, a tornado. Everything's yeah. so fast. And she has yeah. this wrap dress, which, by the way, I bought two of them that day. They're gorgeous. Yeah, Truth they are. be warned. Uh, but I went in to help Jill and to meet Jill. And Jill had invited her sphere of influence. And who walks in but Marla McDermott, who is the president of the Walnut Club. And I guess the rest was history. That was another example of it just happened to me. Just like Bobby. Marla and Jill just happened to me. Marla's a real name, though. Just so you know, Marla (laughs) She's the founder of the Walnut Club. God bless her. I mean, we're all so lucky she did that. She's oh a wonderful God. person. And you know what? I resisted clubs for a thousand years. I just didn't join them because of my health club in Center City. And Marla was a member. But I just was like, it's not for me. It's not for me. And then I went to one event. And I thought, hmm. And then I met you. And I'm like, all right, this may not be so bad. <laughs> and it was the first like networking club or women's club I had ever joined ever, which is saying a lot because I don't really like those kind of things. And I love the Walnut Club. And I love our main line area. It's so cool, isn't it? It is so cool. And you know what? This is my first club. Uh, is it? Yeah, period. First club at all. But mm. I never thought I would join a woman's club. Yeah. I thought there would be backstabbing. Yeah. I thought there would be all kinds of problems, which was a bad notion. I should have been more open-minded. Thank God I just fell into it. Well, the timing was right, and it was perfect. And now, one thing, Marla Katz, shout out to Marla. She's the president, right? She's wonderful. She's really done a great job, uh, especially during this pandemic, because we used to have four activities or four events in the main line, which all our women could actually attend, a happy hour, a brunch, a lunch, a speaker's event. Mm. And they also had that in the city. So you could... You could end up going to six to eight in-person events per month if you were a member of the Walnut Club. Yeah. And then here came the pandemic again, and I thought, oh, here we go. And they mentioned virtual, and I thought, this is not my thing. Yeah. And it is. I have loved what they have done with the club because they kept us educated, uh, informed. We had fun events. We learned to cook. We learned, you know, all about even the uh, PPP, the unemployment. We learned how to apply. I mean, it was amazing. She's done a wonderful job. Bravo There's huge board members, right? There's tons of board members for different branches. I didn't know, is she co-president? Is there another president or is she the full-time president? No, there are two presidents. It is Rachel Dukeman Mm. and Marla McDermott. Oh, I'm sorry, Marla Katz. Marla McDermott was the founding president. Yeah, gotcha. Well, th- those ladies really have stepped up. And you, are you in charge of the main line, Miss Kathleen Kelly? I'm in charge of the main line. I was afraid I was going to lose my friend Kelly Wall, who couldn't make it to the Center City event. So about a year and a half, two years ago, I said to her, just 
it came out of my mouth. It, you know, <laughs> it wasn't. It, came a, out of your mouth. it didn't come from my brain. It just came out of my mouth. Oh, if I start a mainline chapter, would you be willing to stay and help me? And she said yes. And I thought, oh, what do I do now? <laughs> <laughs> so you started a whole branch to keep Kelly Wall, which I get it. I love her. <laughs> exactly. I mean, it was worth it. She's a judge, for goodness sake. Uh, unless I'm arrested, when would I ever see her again? <laughs> and you guys are so close, too. Unbelievable. We are besties. Yeah, yeah. Well, Kathleen, I always say this. You really draw amazing people in. It's your nature. You have this energy about you that not only do you shine for yourself, but you want to help others shine. So people want to be around you. You know, because everybody likes that when you, you can tell when you're with people, if it's just all about them and you've always made, not that you shouldn't put yourself first. Cause I'm full board with that. You know, you got to take care of yourself, but you make sure that, all right, here's Sally. This is what's great about Sally. And here's Jane. And this is what's great by Jane. And you make everyone feel so warm and welcome. So thank you so much, Kathleen. I really appreciate that. Oh, you're welcome, Sandy. My pleasure. All right, well, we're going to have to wrap up, but I have a few fun rapid-fire questions. You ready? I'll try. Oh, it's easy. What's your favorite <laughs> color? Red. Ooh, red. I should have been able to know that. What's your favorite food? Junk. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to change, I swear. Oh, I don't think you watch TV. I was going to say, do you have like a Netflix show you watch? I don't even know if you watch stuff. You know what? I love The Crown. Oh, really? I was I was going to start that, but I, I went instead to the Queen's Gamut. But the crown's good? The crown is fantastic. I saw all three seasons, and then I let go of my Netflix because I wasn't using it after the crown. But now I have to get Netflix back because season four is on and Princess Diana. Ooh. Yeah, and I loved Princess Diana. Okay. All right. If you were going to describe to us your favorite day from morning to night, what would it look like? What would you do? I would get up and I would exercise, have my tea, okay. uh, probably work a little bit because I do enjoy my work, Okay. hang out with my peeps. Oh, yeah. Brunch or lunch? I love them both. That's okay. why I have brunch, lunch, dinner, happy hour. You'd get up, work a little, exercise, then just hang out with your peeps all day. That's long. right. Sell them a house or two. I'd be happy. <laughs> when I say the word universe, Kathleen, what does it mean to you? What does universe mean to you? Huh, that's a tough one. Just the world. When you think world, universe, some kind of being, does anything, what, do you, what resonates with you? You know what, when I think of my universe, I think of my kids. Oh. Yeah. I, I think of my sisters. I never had children myself, but I, I have a very incredible relationship with all my nieces and nephews. Mm. And they're extremely important to me. And it's funny because, uh, you know, I still continue to have a relationship with them. And it's not one-sided, even as they went into their teenage years where they normally dump you. 
Yeah. <laughs> and I was preparing myself to be dumped. I was okay with it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, you know, I get it. You're, you're, you know, you're not cool anymore. But maybe, I wasn't uh... cool. But they'd be back in their twenties, late twenties, early thirties. But I never had that. And uh, so that's what I think of. I think of the joy those children bring me. Mm. Yeah, I, you know, I, I forgot about that. But I remember you saying even down the shore, they would come and visit when you were there. Yeah, yeah. And I still get calls from my nephews. Now, one is 17, one is 15. It's unusual. And I remember sitting with my father having dinner and I got this call and I looked at him and he said, who is it? I said, Colin, Colin's 15. He says, that's unbelievable that they still reach out to you. Yeah. It's I, not I, like they're returning my call. They're actually reaching out to see how I'm doing. So I'm very, very blessed. So that's, that's what I think about in my yeah. universe. You, you know? know what? And it's another reason to be thankful. Yes. Really great about this time of year. I haven't All gotten right. dumped. <laughs> at least by them. <laughs> yes. The other one, that's a whole other story, uh, a whole other podcast. Another podcast. Yeah. Well, we have to go, Kathleen Kelly. Thank you so much for taking the time to share with us. But how can they reach you? Anyone that's buying or selling or knows anybody, where do they go for you, young lady? Please give me a call or text on my cell, 610-405-6700. It's an easy one. Yeah, that is an easy one. All right, my positive power ladies, have fun, enjoy, celebrate women, support women, and above all, buy or sell your house with Kathleen Kelly. Toodles! Thanks for listening. Remember to like, share, and subscribe if you enjoy. And remember, stay powerful.